Out of bounds at the Southwest Triple M, Daniel Leach, Alan Crane. All right, it is time to talk women's football for you right now. It's something we haven't had a chance to touch on too much so far in season 2020, but we are getting towards the back end of the Southwest Football League in general. So I thought it'd be good. Well, you thought it would be good, actually. I'm not going to take credit on this. You're, you thought it'd be good, Is too. Is that credit to me, Dan? Yeah, totally. Gee, um, good. Well, you've ended up getting the coach of the women's Donnybrook side, and we should make mention, first season in, and they've been playing some very good football. Well, we're calling the Eaton Donnybrook game. Yes, in and the men's. And look out in the Oval there, and a very familiar face was coaching the ladies, and I thought... We should have a chat to him because he is a very interesting man, and I speak of none other than Peter Worsfold. G'day, Pete. Yeah, g'day, Crony. G'day, Dan. How are you? Very well. Um, it's it's been, I'm sure, a whirlwind in uh, in the way that this has all panned out for you in terms of coaching the side. Um, but we're you know five games in for Donnybrook, two wins out of five, first season. You've got to be happy with how the team's performed so far. Yeah, absolutely. They've uh, actually got a lot of spirit. Um, a lot of these girls have only just started playing football, so they're as raw as anything. Um, but they're definitely showing some real talent. Now, Pete, before I go on to the your side, just um, a little bit about Pete Worsfold. Oh, a bit of a legend. Yeah. yeah. You started at South Fremantle and then went to the Brisbane Bears. What were the Brisbane Bears like in the early days? Oh, it was uh, pretty interesting, actually. It was... Um, we're actually privately owned by a uh, guy that owned a couple of hospitals. And he had no idea about football. <laughs> One of the first things I remember is that um, yeah, getting put up in a hotel and um, and then getting finally getting my accommodation, which they had pre-organised, and then he rolled in this um, hospital bed and the uh, hospital side tables. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was it was Paul Cronin and Christopher Scase that first started off. Um, but yeah, as you say, it, it, uh, I don't want to say it was a basket case early on, but there were obviously some, you know, some dramas going on the early stages of the Brisbane Bears. There was. There was just a lot of players that were fantastic players in yeah. the, the sort of VFL. Um, I, I reckon they went up there for a superannuation package, <laughs> yeah, probably. And then, and they were just trying to form, um, you know, a club to have a bit more of that real AFL sort of Victorian spirit. And we had Robert Walls as coach, and that was my first year, so. He got up there to prove a point and um, to really harden the club, and and he was he was just a very very hard taskmaster, and he was just a bit mad. His eyes used to just <laughs> cross his eyes, and then he'd go mad at training, but also mad in the games. And we just trained that hard; it wasn't funny. He's the sort of person I expect when you see the cartoons where you have people where their eyes pop out. That's exactly what I expect of John Northey when he delivers a spray. Robert um, Walsh. Oh, exactly. Sorry. Uh, Robert <laughs> Walsh. John Northey too would have done that too. But anyway, um, you, for last year at the Brisbane Bears, you were playing with Nathan Buckley. Is that right? Yeah, we had, I had a year with Buck. Yep. Um, he was he came to the club because he was uh, from Darwin, yep. or Northern Territory, which means he was we could get him under Brisbane sort of you know um, uh, favours that the AFL were giving them. But he was only going to be there for a year. It was always pretty. Yeah. It was pretty common that he was going to go to Collingwood, so he rocked up in the blue. Beautiful BMW and <laughs> and uh, he knew well, he was cock of the walk. He's all good. He knew all right, but gee, he had some talent and um, and one of the things about him, he had so much belief and he, but he also trained so hard. So yeah. 
So good on him. In terms of the women's side, let's uh, go back to that and talk uh, local footy. Um, last weekend, sort of getting a touch-up from South Bunbury, but, I mean, they are the form team in the competition. They're, they're quite a way ahead of just about any of the other sides. So, in a way, it was sort of good to get a hit out and see where exactly your team is at? Yeah, it was. Um, South Bunbury, a well-oiled and well-drilled machine. Max got them going really well. Mm. Um, and he should get a lot of credit because the way that they their style of play and the way they play is really organised. Um, they've got they've got a really good size team, so they've got some really tall girls that, um, and they all know how to play footy, and they can, um, you know, they 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 clean, they set up well, and they've played together for a while. So our girls, it was a really good barometer for them. You know, we um, and uh, they were pretty buoyant after the game about their effort, and so was I. So it was it was good. Now, when I watched you play um, the Eaton Boomers, you had a fair structure into your side too. Is that something you try and implement as a coach? Uh, I know you've got to develop the skills, but the structure side of it as well? Yeah, we do have got uh, we do have some um, advantages over teams. We've got some weapons. Um, and we try to utilise them, so that's about it really. Um, we didn't have that, We like one of our... Really good players is Dana East, um, Heath East's daughter, and she played waffle last weekend, so we missed her. But we try and utilise the strengths of those girls. Um, but as for structure and game strategy and and that, to be honest, these girls are so raw that they're not quite sure about what the positions are, what, what they're allowed to do. We've got a handful of girls that are, um, you know, they've played. Uh, football for a few years and they've got a really good idea so they they help and the other girls are learning quickly but no for for our girls the bulk of it is about um teaching them the the basics and the, the skills of the game and then um have some sort of structure and but more tell them how to play a position because of that it's you know they're pretty raw and, and what about your numbers out there um it's great to see Donnybrook have got the women's side. How are the numbers looking? Numbers are good. We have at least 26 available every week. Wow. Um, sometimes a couple more. Um, we're, we're, so we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty lucky. We don't have a lot of junior girls playing, but we've got a, a handful. Um, but, yeah, we have got pretty good numbers. And it's a bit of a hype for our girls because and they're loving it because they're it's their first year compared to the other teams. Like, and, you know, it really shows. We, we've got some support and um, from a, the Warren Blackwood team because they, that's obviously the first stop. So it's something that we're pretty keen on too to keep you know, keep going. And what about yourself, Pete? You enjoy the coaching role? Yeah, I do. It's a lot different than coaching men. Um, it's a lot different. And, and because it's, um, you know, these girls are, they just got a they're sponges and they want to learn. They're really enjoying it. It's quite enjoyable, um, but you know there's a lot of differences. Like you get feedback and um, and they won't go out there and do a drill unless they know why we're doing it. No, not so much why know why they're doing it, but until they really really understand where you train men and I, and I suppose they've been playing a lot of the guys that I have trained have played a lot of footy. They just go out and get in the back of the group and work it out. But these girls they want to know, and so you've got to be really really. It teaches her how to explain a lot better, which I need. And um, and uh, so it makes you a better coach, I, I believe. So first season for Donnybrook, as we mentioned, in the in the women's competition. And 
what's great about the last two weeks is that the destiny is sort of in your own hands in terms of you could very well make the finals. You're playing HBL this weekend. You play Brunbury next weekend. So um, you get one of those, then you're in with a sneaky chance. But if you've managed to win both, then all of a sudden you're in the finals. Um, was, I mean, obviously, that would have been a goal at the start of the year, yeah? Oh, it was, but I wasn't coach at the start of the year. True. So I only, I only come in... Um, I think the third, so yep. we'd lost the first two, and then I, I came in and started coaching then. Yep. So I wasn't really over it, and I, and but I've obviously got a connection because we've got daughters playing, so yep. um, they were just trying to develop and um, and see how they go. Um, but they're really, you know, they're, they're going well. And so to play finals, it probably wasn't on the agenda. It was probably more just learning every week. Yep. This this week and next week, yeah, if we, if we win both games, yeah, it's, it means we play finals, and, and that that's good momentum because that'll be four out of five. But um, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Now you spoke of your daughter's playing there. How does it go in the, around the breakfast table? Do you go, Dad? You're a bit rough on me out there, or how do you go? Uh, <laughs> I don't get it so much when I get home. I actually get it. I get daggers when I'm at training. It's more my older one that gives me a bit of curry. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, she'll let me know. But she's turned nineteen last week, so she's sort of an adult, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and um, but yeah, no, it's 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 fine. It's good. I actually enjoy coaching them. I've got to make sure I'm not too hard on them, and uh, and um, I try not to be. But. Nah. Yeah, it's good. Well, there's plenty of talent in uh, Pete Worsfold, and if it goes down the lineage, I think everything's going to be A-OK. Do not worry about that. As I said, uh, Donnybrook, big game for them in the women's footy this weekend, taking on HBL. And, of course, uh, that is going to be the last game as part of uh, the the, uh, action that's happening in Donnybrook this weekend. Uh, The men's game is an earlier game at 1 o'clock, and then after that it is the women playing last up. So uh, if you're going along to the men's game, stick around, watch the women's game, because it will be really, really entertaining. Pete, thank you very much for joining us this afternoon on Out of Bounds and wish you the best of luck with the game. Yeah, thanks. Pleasure talking to you, fellas. And uh, yeah, it's good to support the women's footy so we can get a crowd. And um, But also just, yeah, for your coverage. Thanks very much. Nah, pleasure as always. This is Out of Bounds at the Southwest Triple M.